Hello and welcome to episode three of the Greenwich Mind Time podcast brought to you by me, Emma Dowley, and my guest this episode, Faye Murphy. Faye is the social media manager at the University of Greenwich and today we're going to be talking about our experiences of mental health and CBT. So hello Faye, welcome and um, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm going to dive straight in if it's all right and ask um, where does your interest in talking openly about mental health come from? Sure, of course. I, um, well, I think this is quite common for everyone as well. Like, um, I've got a very kind of personal experience with with my own mental health. So uh, it's something I've struggled with in the past. So um, it's something that I've always been very open about. Um, and I am a thorough believer in when we share our own experiences, it's always going to help someone. Um, so I'm a big believer in that. So anything I can do to help someone going through the same thing um yeah basically but I think that's quite a common thread isn't it you tend to find that people who do kind of engage in this subject have you know have had some run-ins whether be it themselves or with someone close to Mm, them yeah definitely and yeah certainly the same for me and like you say um I mean I don't know about you but I've also like the other way around benefited quite a lot from other people sharing sharing their own experiences a hundred percent I mean it's crazy when you the amount of times I've had it where you kind of start slowly opening up to someone who you know maybe you don't know too well and then you and then you both go oh my god Mm. same or like oh like um the amount of times that's happened so it's yeah it's it's well worth kind of chatting to people about because you know the amount of people that are also going through the same thing is is pretty astounding yeah absolutely um and I think in terms of um talking about mental health I think we've come we've come a long way I think particularly in the last sort of five years or so um but I don't know I don't know if you'd agree with this it does sort of sometimes feel like going to um therapy whether it's um you know counseling or CBT still has kind of a certain um a certain stigma or a certain like mystery around it so I didn't really know anything about CBT before I went to it yeah no I I totally agree with you and even uh, even with myself like CBT is something I've I've done a few times actually um and yeah there still is a bit kind of not so much openness around that like say if I you know had a session I I would tend to go oh I've got an appointment Mm. like I would never open up about about that like oh I'm going to therapy I'm seeing my therapist and it's yeah it's weird it's weird that we're not at that at that place yet I mean I get it's up it's it's personal Mm. preference Uh, but um but yeah you're right it's it's still kind of shrouded in some kind of mystery Mm. but uh but I love I think I think even if I think therapy in general I think it's something that everyone should try at least once even if you're not going through a particularly tough time I think it's I think it's a great thing to do yeah I definitely yeah I think I definitely agree with that and yeah what you're saying about um yeah you just sort of you're quite vague about it aren't you and I've done the same just said oh it's an appointment as if it would somehow like it's easier to say oh I've got to go to the dentist than than saying oh I've got a therapy appointment (laughs) Yeah, so we're still not at that point where therapy is just as normal as, yeah, having your teeth checked out. Because, I mean, it, it, it is, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's, yeah, so 
yeah it's still got some some way to go yeah and hope well hopefully us having this conversation today is just like a little step on that road um hopefully yeah. so I thought I'd just for anyone who doesn't know anyone who's listening that doesn't know I thought I'd just give a little bit of um just a little bit of information about what CBT is um just as that's what kind of what we're going to be talking about today um so CBT stands for cognitive behavioral therapy and it's a type of talking therapy based on the idea that the way we think about situations can affect the way we feel and behave um so according to the NHS it's most commonly used to treat anxiety and depression but it can be useful for other um, mental and physical health problems too. So I had CBT two years ago to help with um, obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD. Um, So a basic part of CBT is learning to understand your experience in terms of situations, which sometimes are thought of as triggers, um, thoughts, and that's where the cognitive part comes in, um, feelings, and then physical reactions or behavior, and that's the B of CBT. And the NHS says that CBT is based on the concept that all these things are interconnected and that negative thoughts and feelings can trap you in a vicious cycle. And what CBT tries to do is to help you change these and get out these patterns. So, Faye, you mentioned that you've had CBT um, several times. Um, Do you I just Mm. wonder, do you want to tell us a bit about your experience, just kind of as much or as little as you you'd like to share? Yeah, yeah, no, of course. So, um, gosh, I've actually I've lost count how many times I've had it. Um, I think about like four times um, during various periods in my life where I needed, I needed some extra support, some extra help. Um, one of those was group CBT, which was really interesting. That was actually my first introduction to CBT as a group. Um, and I was really nervous at first, the idea of kind of yeah, going into a group. I... I didn't know what I should do or how I had no idea what to expect. And I found it like so useful because not only are you learning the techniques that you do learn in CBT, which I'll I'll go back to, but you're also sitting in this group and sharing your own experiences. And for me, I was, so I I have both depression and and anxiety, but I've had CBT focusing on on certain areas so my group therapy was all about anxiety and then later on I've had it for depression etc and I remember sitting there and like listening to what the the leader of the sessions was was saying like giving scenarios and and um and I was sitting there like oh my god that's that's me Mm. like that's what I do and it like and it was like that's when I had my kind of eyes open to really anxiety because I didn't I didn't understand what was happening to me for a long time I just I would get very sick in certain situations and I just thought oh I'm just a sickly person (laughs) I must just be a nauseous (laughs) um person um but it was only till then and and you know fairly later on in life where I was like oh oh it's anxiety oh I see and um the techniques I learned in that first group session were I carry to this day and still help me um so it's amazing I mean for me a big big part of it was the one thing that you kind of fear or dread the most and then you kind of tell yourself well when was the last time this actually happened to you um like oh uh, oh actually yeah that's never happened (laughs) um and then kind of things like that where you really like you're saying it's 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 reprogramming your brain to think a bit more logically maybe just Mm. like oh has that actually no then you'll probably be okay um 
so yeah that was my first experience and um i've had um one-on-one -on -one sessions as well um some where i've focused on the depression side of things because anxiety and depression are like close dear friends that like to hang out with each other um and yeah again like the techniques i've taken from that um I still i carry to this day um and something that therapists have told me in the past is um, journaling, which I'm a big believer in. I um, I think that that can really help you by writing things down. Um, and a lot of it is kind of working through problems and finding solutions. It's a lot of problem solving. Um, and part of me is like when I feel like I'm writing down my worries or things I'm concerned about, I then kind of close the book on that. And it's kind of like brain dump, kind of like, oh, I'm just going to put it on this page and I'm going to forget about it. Um, but that, I mean, that that's what works for me. Um, but I, I'd recommend trying that. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, I love CBT. I think it's, it's great. And it really makes you mm. challenge your thoughts um, and think about where this has all come from as well. Um, they look at things like core beliefs um, and the thing that you that that's your kind of big trigger um so you're able to kind of work through some stuff work work through experiences that have happened to you in life um and yeah it really gives you back the power um in order to kind of control your your thoughts because i'm i'm terrible for spiraling oh my goodness like like i get triggered and then you know you spiral and it's it's really hard to dig yourself out once you start falling down that hole um the cbt gives you those tools um and those those ways of kind of coping to to pull yourself out um yeah not, sorry i feel like i'm not, totally not rambling um, not at all so so interesting and uh, and you know actually as we were saying at the beginning just a lot of the stuff you said like resonating and I'm sitting here nodding forgetting we're not on a zoom call um and that you can't see me but I'm, I agreed with so much of what you said and echoed my own experiences um but like but like we said before I've I don't think I've ever actually had a conversation with someone um else who's had CBT and we've talked about it so I but yeah I completely oh, right. agree with and I think a lot of what's coming through from what you said and I definitely feel as well is it it's empowering I think it's like someone giving yeah. you a toolkit and going, here you go. And I think, yeah. I don't know if you'd agree with this, but I've found that kind of the best way to approach CBT is it's not going to magically cure the problems you're having. Um, and, and at the end, they'll all be gone. No. But it's about finding ways to manage the problems and deal with them and kind of lessen yeah. the impact on your everyday life. Yeah, 100%. Um, and it's not like I'm not going to, you know, sit and pretend like, it's like it's it's not I wouldn't say it's easy like it takes a lot of work you go and they mm. give you like homework uh, so it, it's like going to the gym for your brain um but it's worth it it's really worth it and like practice makes perfect and yeah like I I've learned things that I will forever carry with yeah. me I think it's yeah. a really good phrase like going to the gym for your brain because actually that that ties into yeah. something else I wanted to ask you about so when I um so which is to do with kind of how you how you feel when you come out of a CBT session so when I was having CBT mm. I was working full-time and for the first couple of weeks mm. um so I had a 12-week course and for the 12 
first couple of weeks, I had my appointment in the morning and then I got the train straight to work and I spent the rest of the day in the office as if, like we said before, as if it just been like a dentist appointment or something. Um, but where I yeah. worked, I was actually really lucky. I had the support of two brilliant line managers and an amazing HR manager who actually encouraged me to think about whether I needed a bit of time off after that appointment before before oh, coming back really into work. Because yeah. what I found was that I was just exhausted um, and I just mm. couldn't get back into yeah. work headspace. So, so what I did after the first yeah. few weeks, what I started doing when I came out of a session is I was going to a cafe over the road for half an hour or so. I just sat there and just sort of adjusted to like being in the real world again and just sort of reflected on mm. what we'd done. And then I went home and most of the time I just sort of slept for the rest of the day because I just felt, I felt like what I'd done was brilliant, but I found it knackering. Mm. Um, is, does that, I mean, does, yeah. that, does that resonate with you, <laughs> Stu? A hundred percent. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's so exhausting. But it, like you said, mm. you feel really good after. Um, kind of like again, like going back to like going to the gym, you feel knackered after, but you feel really good for doing it. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know you're using your brain so much, and you're you know thinking about past experiences, and you're challenging yourself, and it's yeah, it does take a lot out mm. of you for sure. Um, but that's that's really nice that you worked at a place where they actually made that suggestion that's really cool I'm um I'm also in a position where so obviously I work for University of Greenwich um and I'm very fortunate because they're amazing here when it comes to mm. well-being um and I've got an amazing line manager who's just like yeah the best so um yeah it really makes a difference when you've got that support network whether it be you know at your work or at home um but it yeah it does definitely help when when people at work understand yeah definitely and yeah kind of like um yes what you're saying is about challenging yourself and that's that's you know why it's exhausting because it's basically I, I used to come out and used to say to my friends like what what I'm doing is basically it's an hour where it's my brain asking my brain to challenge my brain and it's just like yeah it's <laughs> you're going against your natural instincts so your brain will automatically, you know, for me, my brain automatically goes straight to a negative place. Mm. Like, boom, like, doesn't even have to think about it. But, yeah, during the session, you're like, you have to kind of, like, oh, no, let's swerve. Let's take a left and let's, like, go to somewhere positive. Um, and, that, yeah, it, it, it sounds simple, but yeah. it takes a lot. Yeah, like, 100%. <laughs> so, um, yeah, one of the things that I... Um, I always remember this one of the things that I had to do during one of my sessions so because I was going for OCD um so a lot of what we did in the sessions was um exposure and response prevention which is sometimes called ERP and it's about um exposing yourself to a situation that triggers an obsessive thought um if you have OCD but then trying to sit with the anxiety rather than performing the compulsive behavior that you usually do to make it go away which for me was heavily focused around hand washing and cleaning things with antibacterial yeah. wipes um so as you can imagine this year has been a big struggle um for me um but but I always yeah. remember one thing um that we did um in one of these sessions is we my therapist and I we left the little room that we were in we went down the corridor and there was a, a toilet and um she said right we're gonna go in the toilet cubicle together it was <laughs> it was quite a big one but we went she's like right we're gonna go in there together and we're gonna rub our hands all over the door handle 
we're, we're not going to wash them. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then we're going to go back in my office. She was like, and I've got Jaffa cakes in the drawer and we're going to eat the Jaffa cakes. And I remember when she said it, I was like, nope, can't do it. And, um, yeah. and obviously, you know, I, well, not obviously, actually, I was really lucky. I, she was really supportive and I really liked the therapist I had. And we, but we did it and I got through it. And afterwards, I just thought, if I told someone that I'm like mentally exhausted because I ate some Jaffa cakes, they'd probably think I was ridiculous. But it was like the <laughs> most challenging thing to do. Oh, 100%. And it's so, it, it's, yeah, you're putting it, you know, in simple terms of eating a Jaffa cake, but that, I mean, yeah, that that sounds like it would have been, yeah, yeah super and, challenging. And like you said as well, um, I also had, you know, you get the homework to do that. And, and, and that's, I think that's exactly, mm. exactly what they call it because it's about like, you know, same as when you're at school, it's like, well, look, if you're going to get the most out of this, um, you know, you have to try and yeah. do that stuff on your own, don't you? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of kind of, you've got to be a bit of a self-starter with it. Um, but yeah, the more you do, the more you practice, the more ingrained um, that it will yeah, become. Um, so it's definitely, yeah. definitely worth it. And I mean, you said, Faye, that, um, you know, even things that you've done, that you did in that first, you know, the first time you had CBT in the group, in the group sessions, is like stuff that you still use today. Um, yes. Yeah, and I definitely, I, I mean, same, you know, it's been two years since I, uh, over two, two years now since I finished CBT, and I still, I, you know, day to day, I'm still doing those things in my head. And actually, what I find if I, if I, um, feel I'm sort of slipping or the old habits are creeping back I've got my folder of all my stuff and I get it out and I and That's I really remind myself like okay right what you know it's okay it's you know but what are the techniques you know that, that you can do so it is yeah. yeah just like having this toolkit and it's very practical I think CBT mm. yeah it really is it's 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 so nice to kind of in a weird way be yeah. told what to do like when you think of like your mind and like, just you know, the brain itself is just so crazy and then but to have these simple tasks and simple steps um it just makes everything easier to break down and it's yeah it's kind of yeah it's nice being kind of told like like have someone to tell you like what to do sometimes yeah <laughs> that makes sense. and I guess the fact that there are things that you can be told in a way that's that's quite reassuring because you think right well this this must have happened yeah. to enough people you know enough people have experienced this in the past that there is a tried and tested obviously not everything will work for everybody but but you know there are things that that the therapists can say right this is what we're going to do and this has helped other people. And I think that in itself yeah. is really reassuring. Yeah, definitely. Like you don't, you feel less alone in it really. Um, yeah, you're not the only and one. I think, I think with, I think, you know, most mental health problems, that's, that's such a big part, isn't it? It's like feeling like yeah. you're the only one or that, you know, if you tell someone they might be sympathetic, but they might say, Oh, well, I, I can't really, you know, I can't really understand that because I haven't experienced it. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's hard though, isn't it? Because like, obviously I'm uh, kind of at the, at the moment I'm speaking to you and I'm 
in a pretty good mood and da da da. But it, it, it's so hard when you do, you know, slip mm. into old ways, isn't it? Because when you're in it, as I would say, if I'm having like a bad one, you, it feels so absolute, yeah. doesn't it? It just feels like everything is facts. Like everything is so mm. true. The things that things you tell yourself like this is the truth and that's yeah it's 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 trying to pull yourself out of that those kind of moments and tell yourself no that isn't that isn't true and you know a good thing that I took from CBT is so so for me I struggle with low self-esteem that's 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 the kicker that's the big one um and my therapist told me to every day write down three nice things that someone either said to me or or three nice things that like had happened to me um and that was that was I mean it was quite like tough I was like oh my god three <laughs> nice, three nice uh, especially when you've got such a negative way of thinking but it, it's doable it's it, it is possible and um yeah those are those are really nice especially something to look back on in those mm. down days to reflect on on all of these positive moments because typically as like typically we 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 kind of always remember the negative and we push aside the positive um so it's about really focusing your brain into really absorbing those positive moments and and you know it, even little things like when people try and compliment your outfit and you're like oh god yeah. no, this is oh this is whatever um like we all do it um but that's something that really helped me um and yeah just kind of like also looking at kind of these 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 things you believe about yourself which which aren't true um and then you kind of look at the facts that back up this this untrue statement about yourself and then you you challenge that with you know look at facts against that and you know, again, that's stuff that really has helped me. And it always kind of, you know, comes back to my family and my friends and I'm loved and I'm safe and I'm, um, yeah, these kind of, this kind of gratitude work um, is stuff that has personally helped me in yeah, the past. Def- I, you know, really, um, what's really interesting about what you said that is about how I think CBT is really good at, at kind of re- like telling you um and getting you to believe that not all the thoughts you have are true because that was like the wildest thing I had coming out with CBT I was like what do you mean like not everything I think (laughs) is true like that was just such a that was like a light bulb moment for me because like in, in in almost a sort of similar way I um I think when I and I didn't know it at the time, but looking back at the at the point where things where I started to get like obsessive thoughts and was starting to perform some compulsive behaviors to like deal with them. I used to have a bit of an internal monologue in my, in my head when something happened, if I was running late or I don't know, like I didn't do something in time or and I used to just sort of half half jokingly, but half not like have a little internal monologue like, oh, reasons I'm a bad person. And then that really stuck. And. And I think one of the things that really helped like undo that is, and actually you kind of mentioned it earlier as well with journaling is like writing it down. You kind of, you kind of force yourself Mm. to like, okay, but you might think it, but then you go to write it down and you think, well, I know that's not true, you know? And there are, you know, all these, all these reasons that can counter it. Um, 
and that's yeah something that I did a lot as part of the therapy as well like really so both that side of it but also like okay what's what's really going to happen you know and and actually that's that's one of the reasons yeah. that this year has been you know with COVID has been really difficult because suddenly I'm looking back at these sheets I wrote two years ago going oh well if I, if I don't wash my hands I might catch an infection and now I'm like hmm well that's um that's not very helpful right now <laughs> yeah oh my goodness like yeah um, but but oh, then oh. I'm really so so now is a time when I'm really like I said like two years on I'm really I'm going back and I'm getting that stuff at me like right I've got yeah. this toolkit and maybe I didn't need it so much last year but I've you know I've got it here and you know in a time that's a bit more difficult because like I always feel like there'll be certain say if there's like a big change in life so for example when I started university or if I'm feeling particularly Mm. like run down then I'm more like vulnerable to to those Mm. kind of like slipping into old ways yeah definitely um yeah and I think yeah you're like it's so good having those kind of like something physical to to rely back on so worksheets and like keeping it all in one place you know when you're like oh I'm I need help like let's go back because because it doesn't just um you know therapy doesn't just end after your 12 sessions or however long you have it this is this is ongoing work that you can keep doing and um you know if anyone like listening has never um you know tried CBT or anything like that there are a lot of um you know free resources online if you just kind of look up CBT worksheets or something like that um and there's a lot of good apps as well um there's one that my therapist recommended me um Thought Diary app and that's somewhere I don't know if you've heard of that one actually quite good It's, it's a free app and um you can go and record like your thoughts and your your moods of that day and it's similar to kind of journaling but just on your phone um and also 29k an app is really good that that offers um i'm pretty sure the courses are free they give you like these courses all about compassion or self-esteem or things like that so that one's worth them doing as well but yeah there's plenty of, of of resources online if you want like an introduction to it if you're just yeah give it a go it's all out there yeah so I had no idea about those things and you know I was thinking as you're saying that I was thinking about um so anyone who's maybe not tried it yet but also if you're on a waiting list because I and I like yeah. I was on a waiting list for about a year and I'm there was yeah. one point where I thought oh god like this is I'm waiting and waiting and like I just I knew that I needed something and so I'm thinking maybe as well yeah. if anyone's like on a waiting list and maybe that's um sort of some resources to use you know while you're waiting to to see you know to get an actual appointment yeah that's a really good point those those waiting lists um but yeah that's a really good point um yeah there's there's loads of loads of stuff online um that yeah I'd definitely recommend looking up um well see Faye I was I feel bad asking this now I was gonna ask you um which uh something that I'm asking I've been asking the guests um every guest so far at the end of the show and um, just to kind of share one tip for staying mentally well that works for you and you think might be helpful for other people and yeah. I think you've already shared about five that I've been scribbling down <laughs> um so I now feel bad asking you for another one but I mean yeah. is there anything else yes yes I always have more um so for me 
Um, big thing for me is routine. So um, obviously with what's happened this year, I mean, I, you know, I, as many, many of us have, I've really struggled with, with, <laughs> with this little thing that's been going on. Not sure if you've heard of it. Um, and, but for me, routine is so like essential. So even though I'm working from home and, and all of this, but you know, just keeping like your workspace clear, whether you're at uni or whether you're, you know, in the office or, or working, like keeping like a designated office space and, go outside oh my goodness go outside I am like guilty of not following my own advice because like I've there have been moments where I haven't left the house in like three days but like it's like I feel terrible after mm. for not doing it so get outside nature go for walks um if you can like 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 surround yourself with dogs I'm such <laughs> a believer in the power of animals and like I'm so I thoroughly believe that they give off some kind of like magical power that just instantly makes you feel amazing good tip for anyone living in Greenwich um there's like the local dog daycare place by our campus and you can volunteer to walk dogs so I now started doing that and that's doing my head like like the best like it's amazing <laughs> so that's my tip Come volunteer walk dogs um, get outside, go for walks, um, and be, yeah, just be kind to yourself because it's such a mad time, particularly this year. So if you do have a bad day, then ride, ride with it, go through it and just be kind to yourself and self-care and tomorrow's a new day. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like Greenwich should be talking about doggy daycare more on open days I just feel like who would not want to come oh, to Greenwich my on that I've only just about this. I know <laughs> it's absolutely mad I can't believe it's like I mean, I've worked here for like about three years now I've only just found out about it um so yeah you're totally right we should we should put it on the prospectus <laughs> <laughs> um but no seriously they're all they're also like such good tips and I I mean definitely what you said about going outside like I've definitely done that too like the novelty of having an in day wore off in about April um I think yeah. and yeah definitely like even if I'm just like force myself to go out for a walk for half an hour I get out and I'm like oh my like this is why oh, didn't you do this before? <laughs> oh, I forgot. Oh. Yeah, it makes such a difference, doesn't it? Hundred percent. And like, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll admit, I'm terrible at it. And I know if my flatmates listen to this, she'll, she'll be like, "You're not good at doing this." Like, she's normally <laughs> shoving me out the front door, dragging me out. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's good to get outside, be around nature. Yeah, definitely. Nature and dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, Faye, thank you so much for um, taking the time to join me today. Um, I feel like we could happily ch talk all day. Um, it's been oh God, yeah. so lovely talking <laughs> to you. And I, and I really hope that I think there was, so, there was a lot. We packed a lot in there. So I hope that people <laughs> enjoy listening to our chat and maybe find something helpful in there as well yeah uh me too and also like uh you know if 
if you're a student listening to this, um, always check out the, the website, read.ac.uk. Um, we've got a wellbeing hub. We have um, counselling services. Students' Union are amazing, um, and they have a bunch of student services as well. So like Emma said, if you're on a waiting list and, and you need some help and support now, reach out to the uni um, and, and they're, they're there for you, 100%. Thank you for listening to Greenwich Mind Time. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends, help us get the word out on social media, and of course, keep an eye out for the next episode. If you're a University of Greenwich student, you can find out more about Mind Society at greenwichsu.co.uk forward slash societies forward slash UG Mind Society.